0: Would you like to exchange best practices and ideas to improve care, enhance operational efficiency, and address financial challenges with your peers? Becker's Healthcare is facilitating these conversations at their 8th annual Health IT, Digital Health, and RCM meeting. You can check your eligibility for complimentary attendance at the link in the description. We are excited to welcome you in October. This is Laura Deirda with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Valerie Lemon, Division Director of Clinical Informatics at HCA Healthcare Mountain Division. Valerie, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today.
1: I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Now, I know we have a lot to talk about. Things are changing so quickly in healthcare and and technology as well. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background?
1: Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, I'm a nurse by training. I started off in bedside nursing care after I went to Purdue University and uh, did my nursing years in uh, pediatric hematology and oncology, taking care of kids with blood disorders and cancer, which was a great beginning to my nursing career. And then after I did that for several years, I got into the world of healthcare safety and quality and healthcare technology. Um by working at various vendors after um, completing additional education in healthcare informatics and a master's in business. So that kind of got me over into the safety and quality world and um, looking more at technology and how clinicians use technology and how we can impact patient care. And uh, in the last couple of years, I've transitioned over to HCA in my role as the Division Director of Clinical Informatics, where I help, facilitate the use of clinical technology, making sure the workflows are um, the way that they're supposed to be in the hospital system, helping our clinicians use that the most effectively they can for their patients.
0: Absolutely. I love it. And, you know, what a great career pathway, being able to have the experience on the clinical side, and then as well, you know, a background in technology, quality and safety, and just really a lot of different um, experiences that you'd be able to bring to your current role. So, you know, it's fascinating to see all the different ways that those interests are are dovetailing to be really important um, in healthcare today.
1: Yeah, it's been a fun ride. And I feel like I still have a lot of career left. So I'm really excited to be able to continue sharing that expertise and also learning from uh, my peers and colleagues. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, you know, given your
0: spot, um, your vantage point in the director of clinical informatics, where do you see some big opportunities right now for HCA healthcare and then, you know, headwinds that you have your
1: eye on too? I think in any healthcare system there's always an opportunity to standardize and that's something that we really focus on is trying to standardize across our division and across the larger corporation of HCA. You know, we all work together across our divisions, trying to help each other in learning from workflows, standardizing things such as order sets, um, standardizing nursing care. And you know, that's really the way that you create hospital uh, efficiencies, operational efficiencies, and also improve patient safety by standardizing that. Um, Also, looking at the technology that you're using is there an opportunity to maybe change to a different vendor? Looking at opportunities to simplify the technology that you're using. Um, Sometimes we get a little excited when there are new shiny toys that you can, you know, bring out to your clinicians, but sometimes more technology is actually more disruptive. So, that's something that our team really focuses on is uh, making sure that what we're providing to our clinicians actually have use, that it's going to improve their workflow and not really just create more noise in the system that's already very busy. Um, so, that's, you know, a big, a big piece of what we're working on now. Absolutely.
0: I know how important that is and how precious time is for clinicians right now, especially. So, you know, I can imagine you get a lot of different opportunities coming across your desk to try to solve some of these issues and promising that you'll get great results. How do you decide which ones to try out, which ones companies to partner with and what really makes the most sense for you? Uh, Really
1: comes down to A a number of factors, you know, obviously cost is a consideration. And we, because we're part of a larger um, system within HCA, you know, a lot of our decisions come back to what is best for the corporation. And so a lot of times we're um, helping to pilot something that might have been identified at the corporate level that would be a good use, or um, sometimes something is identified within our own division that we can then take to corporate and say that we think this would be a really good opportunity for our clinicians to use. So, um, you know, there's there's always those opportunities, but it's, uh, you know, obviously it comes down to cost, but really it comes down to what system are we already using? Is it working within um, our our facilities? Some of our facilities have different nurse call systems than the other ones, Um, so it helps us kind of see which one is working best? Do we want to transition over to a different vendor that maybe is more streamlined? Um, and, you know, within such a large health system, there's always going to be those situations where you have hospital acquisitions. So you might have varying uh, EHRs that you're working with and trying to still standardize across all of those can be a little bit challenging. So those are always areas where we're looking for opportunities to simplify and have the same vendor across all of our hospitals. Um, it's not always possible, but um, you know we're contacted frequently through our corporate informatics team on vendors that have reached out to them for opportunities where we could possibly pilot um, different solutions with our clinicians, but um, we try really hard to prioritize only the things that are going to benefit our workflow and, um, and or impact our patient safety and quality of care that we're providing to
0: our patients. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. You know, it's just really helpful to think through that thought process and and with a lot of clarity. Now, when you are looking at um, growth and development and what is most important for the future, how do you think about adding value to the organization overall, especially from the clinical informatics vantage point?
1: Um, I think education is really important and something that we encourage our own team here in the Mountain Division to do is to keep seeking out educational opportunities. I think when you have a really strong team that's not just looking at um, implementing technology and educating staff, but can see the bigger picture, you know, the forest through the trees perspective, being able to look at that strategy and uh, having our directors of clinical informatics at each of our facilities, having that mindset of that they're not just people submitting tickets and requesting enhancements to our electronic health record or to our nurse call system. That they're thinking about the strategy and how that impacts our downstream users. And so that's something that we're always looking at, um, trying to keep that education, trying to keep that mindset. And some of our um, some of our team, you know, is newer to the informatics side, so they're still learning that workflow process. So education is really important. I also think it's really important to spend time going to conferences, reaching out to other uh, systems that are doing informatics work, learning from them, because obviously we have a way that we do things here at HCA and even in our mountain division differs from one of our other divisions and how we do things. So reaching out to other corporations and finding out how their informatics team is structured, learning from others' best practices, is really important. So attending things like AMIA conference or, um, or Becker's and meeting others and networking and learning from those, those other clinical informatics professionals who maybe have been in the industry for a long time um, and learned through, through various experiences, then being able to take that and apply it back to our own system. Um, one thing I think is really interesting, clinical informatics is very new. It's really not something that even existed in nursing or in the clinical side for very long because even though it feels like we've had electronic health records around for a long time they're still relatively new and we're still learning a lot Um, so if you kind of think about it in that perspective we're all kind of new at this and taking our clinical expertise and still trying to apply in everyday learning so there's a lot of challenges we have a lot to overcome and there's still a lot that we can do to improve our workflow but i think learning from others, networking, and continue, continuing that education is the best way to tackle that.
0: Absolutely. That's such a great point in, in thinking through just really the genesis of the technology and having the capabilities that you have today from a clinical perspective are, are really, you know, not that, uh, not that old in terms of the entire healthcare um, system. So that's awesome to hear. Are you seeing more um, nurses and doctors and clinicians interested in leveraging the technology in that informatics space or is that still kind of a, a budgeting um, space of, of, of interest for clinical folks?
1: I think it's actually becoming much more popular. We're seeing a lot of of physicians and other providers that are wanting to get into, you know, looking at order sets and helping facilitate provider workflows. Um, We know we have physician order entry in pretty much every healthcare system now because of meaningful use and and the way that the EHR has evolved. But the way that it actually manifests isn't always the, the thing that the providers like. So, it's great to have that clinical clinical expertise where they're getting involved in saying, hey, if our order sets did this, or if we had our documentation workflow like this, we would be able to see patients faster, um, you know, be more present with our patients, thinking about it from that clinical workflow. Um, since I've been on the vendor side and in the facility side as both a bedside nurse and in hospital administration, I've seen where Sometimes when you're sitting behind a desk, you forget what it's like to be at the front line of care and forget how it impacts when you're making decisions about vendors that you're going to, you know, purchase, even coming down to the supplies that you're choosing. So it's really important to involve those that are still working at the bedside in your decision making, even if they're not your directors of clinical informatics, having them as part of their work group when you're making decisions is really essential because you don't want to make decisions on behalf of the people who are actually doing the work. And for example, we have, uh, you know, we're working on improving our uh, emergency department order sets. And so we have a provider work group that reviews all of those across our division, thinking about multiple EHRs and thinking about multiple workflows. And I really have enjoyed that process because I learn a lot from them. And I think they learn a lot from each other as well. But I know that when we actually implement those changes, it's gone through a larger group of vetting. And it's not just me sitting behind a desk making a decision for someone that I really have no business making a decision for because I don't take care of patients in the emergency room. So it's, you know, I think having more and more um, involvement from clinicians is great, and we are definitely seeing more providers become analysts doing EHR changes and uh, nurses that are getting involved in workflow decision making and creating and uh, technology committees in hospitals. And it's really exciting because, as a nurse myself, you know, when I, I went to nursing school, I didn't really know that this was going to be my career path or that it would even be an opportunity for me. So it's nice to know that for nurses that are coming down the pipeline, that they have many more things that they can do as a nurse or as a healthcare provider that is not necessarily bedside care, even though we definitely need bedside clinicians. We also need people who are excited about technology and excited about um, making sure that what we're the system that we're using in hospitals is the best one that we can use. Sorry, that was kind of a long-winded answer
0: for that. (laughs) Absolutely. No, it was a great answer, though, because I think um, you really spelled out some of the very important ways that clinicians are becoming more and more involved, not only in the technology side, but also the administrative decisions of what's going to be impactful um, for them in their organizations, their workflows. And really, you know, it's so helpful. I can imagine, you know, being able to have that type of insight and um, understanding of the technology and understanding of the possibilities just. Really, um, you know, accelerates the the change that's needed in healthcare to really make things work better um, and better for patients too. So that that's awesome to hear. Now, I know that uh, you know, from a perspective and vantage point of many healthcare organizations today. Um, now is a, somewhat of a challenging time, you, you know, with, with uh, budgets being a little bit tighter than usual, as well as staffing. Um, sometimes, you know, there's some organizations that have shortages or, you know, are, are working um, with less than their full team. And so, you know, there, there's a lot of resources um that are being used in healthcare and it's really helpful to you know all resources are valuable in healthcare but if you were to make uh, one investment or or a risk still this year that's so important that still needs to happen um even in these challenges t- challenging times what would that look like
1: for you oh that's a tough one i think continuing to invest in having access to data um, we do have a lot of data available to us, but I've, as I've looked throughout my career, having quality data is not the same thing as having a lot of data. And what we have in healthcare organizations is a lot of data. And being able to effectively use that to make decisions is a challenge still. And so I think that would be the area where I would continue focusing our efforts on um, you know, getting getting our hands on better quality data so that we can make decisions like you were talking about earlier, where we're looking at what do we invest in? And so being able to identify our gaps, you can't do that without really having an educated decision behind it. So I would say where we, where we spend a lot of time is, you know working with our frontline clinicians, making sure that they're understanding what they're using, um doing rounds you know spending that face time but i think also having the data to back up and whether or not our efforts have been successful and being able to evaluate the technology that we're using looking at satisfaction surveys and pulling all that together to better assess would would be something that i think would be um, really valuable for for us as a division and for any healthcare system
0: Absolutely. I love that. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, having that data is is so important and, and being able to know what to do with it and get it to um, a place where it's meaningful for the clinicians and, and people working with it on a regular basis is um, so critical. So that makes a lot of sense. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, I just wanted to uh, look into the future for one more minute. Where do you see some of the best opportunities for growth and development for yourself, as well as the teams that you work with?
1: Um for myself you know i'd love to continue branching out our informatics team getting them more involved in other areas of hospital operations as as i mentioned it's it's kind of a new field so we often get confused with the it department and so i think the biggest opportunity for me is getting our clinical informatics team recognized as a clinician and a clinical expert so that as we are working with providers and and nurses and other ancillary staff that they understand that we are clinically minded um, professionals that are working to improve workflows and that we're coming at things from a different perspective. And that sounds kind of silly, but it matters because, you know, when you're getting involved in decision making in hospitals, you want to have your clinical informatics team being recognized as the clinicians that they are. So that's um, something I'll continue, you know, I'll, I'll probably die on that hill trying to make sure that everybody knows that informatics is a clinical expert. And then also just continuing to get myself more educated on the opportunities that lie outside of HCA, so that I can feed that back to our team, looking for other opportunities for growth so that I can continue helping to grow our team, looking for more opportunities for them to participate in national organizations or um, you know local government agencies, like, for example, I'm um, part of our Digital Health Commission for Utah. So helping our team become more involved in not just the healthcare side of the, the actual facilities that we work in, but also getting involved in that aspect of the where policies are made and how that then trickles down back into our organization, so that we're making an impact everywhere we where everywhere that we are, not just in the facilities that we work in, but where it's impacting policy and um, insurance and regulatory and thinking about how important technology is and how important those workflows are um, so that we can, you know, continue, continue growing our teams and their footprint in healthcare.
0: Definitely. I think that's so important. And, you know, especially uh, how you can leave your impact, I guess, or as you mentioned, grow your footprint in healthcare. I think that makes such a big, uh, is, is important for people, um, especially when they're thinking about how their career bolts back to something meaningful and in doing um, good things within their community and within the system at large, you know, you can impact so many more uh, people when you think about the enterprise and the platform level, um, in, in addition to what you're doing on a day-to-day basis with the personal connections. So I, I love that. Valerie, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fun conversation um, and I'm looking forward to meeting you in person at Our Health. I.T. Digital Health and Revenue Cycle event in October.
1: I'm so looking forward to it. Thanks again for having me.
0: It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized and meaningful way. Becker's Healthcare has launched My BHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com, and we'll see you there.